excitement. What's going on, Paul? Hey, it's not too joke. much, man. Just been good just, uh, The crowd will get it. We've had a busy day. We've had a busy day. We had some cool things going on. We decided that we're going to buy dentist offices today. So great news there. Taking a break for the office hours. Can you see that graphic? I've shared that, right? Yeah, it's on here. Uh, it's it's on here. We're, we're sharing it. I'll, I'll check it out on the internet. <laughs> double check, but I think we're good. All right. Looks like today's uh, topic, folks, is the business asset purchase agreement. This is a purchase agreement for business assets, if I understand correctly. From the title. You know, when you really dial into the words, you decide very early on when dialing uh, and drilling. that. And I think the assets that. are probably owned by the business. You know, and we're not talking about like, hey, you're just buying the, the tables and chairs. The, the assets themselves in many situations are uh, a couple things. They are the contracts in place for that company. They are the intellectual property of that company. They are uh, the goodwill. So goodwill is typically like your reputation in the industry. Uh, they are as well, just like office equipment, shit like that, and human capital. Uh, many times uh, you can acquire those uh, things too. So that's those are all business assets, the incoming, the outgoing, the expenses, the debts, uh, and the uh, revenues. And uh, yeah, pretty straightforward. So we want to go through those. Okay. So everybody now, wait a minute. now, wait a minute. Why aren't you just buying the uh, LLC or the incorporated or whatever it is? The shareholder. Yeah, you could do it. Well, that, and that brings up an interesting idea. A membership sale a shareholder sale instead of the asset sale. And one of the uh, big distinctions between those two types of transactions is um, the liabilities of that company. So if you're doing a membership sale, so Paul Vincent uh, is buying from Adam Vincent, Adam Vincent LLC. I'm going to buy a hundred percent membership interest in Adam Vincent LLC from Adam Vincent. I'm going to be buying all the hair on that business uh, that's on it while Adam's selling it. So um, all my customers, no one will know that the company is any different. Uh, and I'd be buying any bad things Adam did while owning. If you do an asset purchase only, you're buying just the business assets themselves, the goodwill itself, and not any of the liabilities of that company. All the good stuff, none of the bad. That is a brilliant legal mind. <laughs> So, yeah, you want to go through one of those, Adam? Or do you have anything you want to suggest now? No, it sounds good. Just, uh, yeah, I think so uh, I got to reiterate the assets. Assets are uh, are sometimes things and tangible and also are sometimes intangible. Yeah, and it's funny because um, it reminded me this call of something I, I wanted to get done for a client uh, yesterday. So I'm going to get it done today. It's a... It's a funny situation. A couple of old timers that didn't formalize anything. Uh, one of the old timers unfortunately passed away. Uh, there's an understanding that it was a 50-50. There's no, there's no written agreement that it's 50-50, but it's always been that way bookkeeping wise. And the uh, surviving spouse now needs half the money out of that. The old timer left me a check uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, just sitting there be like, hey, use this check whenever this thing goes through. So now I got to do that shareholder agreement where he's going to be buying 50% of the uh, property. And uh, yeah. So anyway, that's from that's surviving spouse or from the well, from the estate of uh, the decedent. So, mm -hmm. so I'm going to do that after we get through this call today. Solid. I got a mosquito hitting me. That's pretty fun. So Spring do you want time. to go through an asset purchase agreement real quick? Yeah. Do you have one to share? I thought you were pulling that up. I, yep, I got one share. Live TV folks bear with us. 
speak uh, feel free to uh, uh, ask a question if any questions are out this office hours uh, we're just we're just filling dead air here um until somebody said hops on or uh, asks a question so here we're going to go through an asset sale this is a live one that i'm doing right now uh for purposes of um of confidentiality i'm going to change this address seller address so as not to disclose who the parties are here uh well let's go through it it's very straightforward purchase agreement that's all you're doing is doing a purchase agreement and then you're going to memorialize the purchase agreement with some other legal uh legal things and uh but this is the majority of it, it is like all deals uh purchase agreement and you start with that um so in this case um, let's just go through some of the important stuff. Uh, obviously, the recitals, that's just like the background stuff for people to understand here. Uh, the buyer wants to purchase from the seller all the rights and title and ownership of a of the business. In this case, this is actually a lobbying firm, um, and we're helping with that. So you just go through it. And I recommend anybody, this is number 27 in the deal structure uh, template group. If anybody wants to look at this and use it themselves or a version of it, um this is it and this is actually a seller finance deal over five years buying uh buying the deal for two and a half million bucks giving them 750 this year and paying 175 over the next five years pretty good deal um it's a five multiple which i think is too much but i'm not i'm not the guy buying it so don't matter to me good good for seller good for seller yeah Right. um adam any any important provisions you'd like to uh choose? uh well one one obviously consideration you mentioned the contracts and the rights and obligations there too um it's important when you're buying something you know what you're getting what the contracts are so it's important during your due diligence period buying a business to uh get all of those and and uh get a good sense of if uh seller has provided all of them um, so that you can, you know what you're getting into. Um, you know, there's, a, there's, there's, uh, there can be some sticky, uh, contracts out there, uh, that have really long terms and, and also terrible terms like, um, copy machines come to mind. Yeah. <laughs> uh, has a business agreed to a 40 year, terrible 40 year term, uh, for a copy machine, <laughs> super expensive. I want to know what jungle you're in where this mosquito keeps coming. It out. is a resilient. Are you in a swamp? Hugger. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. yeah, no. So, um, many contracts are already existing with a seller. Uh, so you have to be like, Hey, during my due diligence, make sure you hand over all the stuff. And this transaction that we're talking about today is it's a one man shop. It's a total relationship based transaction where the seller has all the relationships. He's going to stick around for at least two years to make sure the transition happens uh, smoothly, but a lot of risk in these types of deals. Cause if, if, um, if seller, and this is what we have to memorialize in our, in our employment agreement, if the seller is to quit or take a dump, um, obviously my guy doesn't want to have to pay uh, for the full amount, but that's kind of where we're at right now. We're probably gonna we're probably gonna reduce that risk by um, buyers going to be paying about four thousand. I think it's like thirty five hundred dollars a year for a term life policy. Um, so my guy gets paid if the if the other guy passes away. So it's on his life. Uh, and, you know, it's a pretty good idea because 
I came up with it, so that's cool. But also the uh, the benefit of it is if let's say let's say the guy passes away after this first year, he still owns one point seven. If my guy has one point seven in term life proceeds, he can go to the seller's wife and not leverage her by any means, but also say, hey, you weren't going to get this money for four years. Um, so can we do something here? Because, you know, by contract, my guy would just be paying her $29,000 a month for the next five years. Instead of that, how about I just pay you? And then he gets to keep some. She gets a big chunk of capital. Um, it's just, it's it feels like, oh, you're taking advantage of the situation. But it's like, well, you know, would you rather get $29,000 a month? Uh, or would you rather enjoy a million dollars instead of 1.7, you know? Uh, or something like that. So, uh, you know, we'll see how that goes. That that will be my suggestion to reduce the risk rather than dicking around on purchase price. And now that the old guy's dead, you know, like, do we really have to pay? So, anyway. Dickering, you meant. Dickering and dicking around. Actually is what I mean. Uh, great. All right. Anything else you want to run through there? Uh, let me go through. So one of the important things is making sure that all the parties are who they say they are and that they have the right to do it. You know, make sure there's not other partners sitting out there. Um, so you want to have these and these reps and warranties of the seller that they can do what they want. No conflicts. Uh, they have the right to sell these things. These assets are truly theirs. Um, there's no pending litigation. And in this one, this is an important one for ours. And I, I put it in here kind of thinking out loud was shouldn't an asset or contract not transfer due to the lack of consent by a third party, the parties agree to work in good faith to review the purchase price if necessary. So in this deal, like I said, it's a relationship deal that this guy has monthly contracts for these government affairs clients. But if one of these government affairs clients are like, Hey, I don't want to pay a guy from Ohio to do the work. Then obviously my guy shouldn't get dinged um, if that transition doesn't take place. So we might have to come back to the table. Um, so we'll see. But that impacts the number of monthly payments, perhaps. Yeah, right now it's getting sixty-eight thousand dollars a month in um, retainer money. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. That's that piles That's up. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm trying to think of anything else. Um, those are the big ones. And and you know, you get your arms around it, just skim through this stuff, and I think you'll 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 feel better about what it is that actually happens in these things rather than me kind of rambling on. So cool. I'm gonna do that. Yeah. So uh, any questions out there, uh, feel free to throw them on the page and or uh, hop on the next one, which is when, Paul? Tomorrow at three. Uh, let's get back into some goal getters. I feel like I've totally fallen off on my goals. Um, I do have some good ideas of, of things I want to do, like this this business brokerage stuff. Um, after meeting Joe today, the idea of being a niche business broker it's kind of a mm -hmm. cool one, you know. Mm -hmm. um, then you actually know who you want to market to, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Yep. Cool. All right. Uh, do you want to hang around for a minute? Yeah, we can just wait. Wait for a few minutes. Uh, what are you doing over there? Great. Uh, just working on a PPM. Um, real estate private placement memorandum for a private offering, 506C. Open to accredited investors only. Uh, and just waiting for this uh, little little bug to show up again. You know what I think it was? is I think I got this plant. It's got some bugs in it. That's what it is, Paul. That's what you get for having green in your office. 
you must have your Wi-Fi must be cut now. It's kind of jittery. It's kind of like cutting back and forth. Unless that's me. I don't know if it's me or you. But... Well, things are good on my end, but um, let's while we're here, I'll just do a speed test. Yeah, I'll do mine too. This is fun to do live. Folks, 300. I've broken 300. Oh, that's good. 330. Boom. Mine is climbing, climbing, climbing. Mine, mine's at 327, 330, 330, 340, 341, 342.05. Congratulations. Dude, my upload is 270. That's awesome. 280. That's great. So I don't know why it's doing. I really think it's more to do with our crummy, our, our computers are starting to fail. What do you think Could about be. that? Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen the decline. Do you think you want to get an iMac or are you going to get another laptop? Uh, I'll have to think on that one. I wouldn't mind just keeping my laptop at home and then keeping my computer here. Yeah, that makes sense. Do, 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 do. Hey, closed. Uh, closed the deal. Solid. What were you late for that call? Who? Are you pinching off? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm talking. Uh, that those were those were messages <laughs> to you to get on here at three o'clock. Oh, okay. That's hilarious. The other call, I, I didn't really know. Um, 201. I don't know. It was, I didn't think it was. He has 30 listings. That is fascinating. Right. Yeah. I will say, though, the risk on that, though, is that it feels like the buyer's pool is somewhat tight. Unless you get more people, unless you convince more people like me and you that they should be getting into that stuff. And I feel like I'm kind of convinced today, but. You know, you're also getting the point of view of a broker, which isn't always the most accurate. Correct. Like 100% financing? That seems weird. It's, well, it's not 100% of purchase price, though. I think it's 100% of your yearly revenue. For yeah, but if, it's under, but if it's under 700K, right, isn't that, isn't that the whole purchase price? Yeah, right. Yeah, not a biggie, not if you're buying a big cash flowing simple one, but one that right. you can grow. If you can get 100% for that, that's awesome. Well, I think you said 80, but yes, you can get a lot. But then these guys said they already had 2 million bucks. So they can get 10 million of. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know if that's what they meant was they had 2 million bucks of stuff. But that's more like 200, you know. Right. All right. Well, it's been fun. 15 minutes here. Uh, I think that, you know, as the uh, adjunct professors, we are 15 minutes after uh, class starts. No, wait a minute. Got it backwards, but still. And stuff. All right. Well, I'll uh, talk to you later. And then. stuff. 
It's a good filler and stuff. Oh, <laughs> two guys. Remember that guy? Remember that whiskey wizard? Yeah, that's what I thought you were referring to and stuff. I got snowflakes. Here's what I'm going to do is I'm going to take these down because the snowflakes. Sun, yeah, those are the sunshine is out, friends. Yeah, sunshine is definitely out, which is nice. I will place them here. They're great crafts. Okay, man. So my, I can't tell if it's mine or yours. Everything's going great on my end. They two people yeah. are watching. Hi. My uh, well, I'm I'm one of them. My um, it's hard to tell. Doesn't matter. Okay. Adam, happy Thursday. It's about to be Friday. What are you going to do for Friday? Uh, I'm going to hang around here and um, just thank God for the day. Nice. <laughs> you know? That was a curveball. All right, man. I'll see you later. TGIF, Paul. Get it? Yeah, I get it. Get it? It was hilarious. All right. See you, folks. Everybody. Bye.